Your singing has scared me. <laughs> silence. <laughs> Dead silence. Dead silence. I don't know anybody who would be scared by singing. Uh, but <laughs> your singing is not everybody's singing. Well, of course. The beautiful sky is gone. You missed it. What do you mean, we missed it? We saw it. Well, I saw it all. Cause, cause I saw it cause too. Because I was awake and uh, and and doing things. Uh-huh. Silly things, but things. What, non- what nonetheless. You, what have you been doing? Apart from making me coffee. Um, making your coffee... Yeah, in a cat cup with a butterfly. Well, yeah, there's there's nothing like cat cups with butterflies. I mean, those those cups will be worth a fortune in about a thousand million yeah. years. Yeah, when yeah. people drink holographic they, they things. <laughs> people drink holographic. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> you won't, because you won't be here. Well, there you go. That's why I can't wait. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. I can't. No, that's what I mean. I just I can't. I have to go. I'm sorry. Well, I hope no, not yet. I hope. Um. <laughs> they're gonna dig up that that cup, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, they worshipped cats and butterflies. That was their religion because they put them on cups." Yeah. Um. And then they'll. Drink. They they drank their blood or something like that. And then they'll dig up um, like minions cups, and they'll be like, and they worship minions as well. <gasps> and they will think that there was this, there was this, uh, I don't know, these these alien civilization invading Earth, and that people drew them and stuff. No, yeah. that that's just you, I think. They could think that. They could, they could think that. Minions are just crude drawings of actual alien civilization or something. Maybe they'll think that people looked like that. What, like those Easter Island statues? Yeah. Like maybe that was all just a joke, right? We'll create some of these weird-looking things and... Big heads. With big heads, because we've got nothing better to do with our time and we're being all creative and thousands of years later people are like oh wow and they thought they were gods maybe they just made big heads so because they thought you know if if anybody passes by in their wee boat and sees big heads they'll not come to our island maybe they just couldn't be bothered with tourists yeah well but um, maybe maybe it, they just weren't interested. Maybe they just liked heads, and they Ted's, had heads. Heads. Maybe they just liked heads, and they had some big stones on their hands. So, well, you know, why not carve them, right? Why not? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I would mean, carve. Uh, I would carve a big stone if I had one, and nothing better <laughs> to do. <laughs> If I didn't have to do translations, you know, I'd carve a stone. No, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. You would. You would not do that at all. Well, I I you would, would if I didn't Facebook. have to. 
What? You would surf Facebook. They didn't have Facebook back then. Oh, like, uh, oh, and they didn't have translations back then either. No, like no exactly. You. All they had was just, what? you know, they just needed to get food. And if you have a lot of food because you fish and stuff, and you have nothing else to do, then you carve rocks, I suppose, unless you've got children to take care of. Must have been a man who did that. What? Carve that, that rock. Maybe it was the kids. Rocks. Maybe they got the kids to carve the rocks. Maybe. That would be even... You know, yeah, that, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe there was a woman with like 15 kids and, and she was just so desperate. She was like, kids. <laughs> Carve. <laughs> Carve, here you go. Carve, she, kill time until dad comes back with the fish. Yeah, and she didn't hear from them for two weeks until they carved a rock or something. No. <laughs> Why don't <laughs> no we do fish, that? No fish until that rock is carved. Why don't we just get a big rock and just send the kids to carve it in the garden? Because that might keep them busy for a couple I don't, of days. I don't know of any tool that would carve a rock. A harder rock. I don't know of any tool that would carve a rock. A harder rock. No. <laughs> what? Is that a sentence or a word? <laughs> <laughs> it's a phrase. <laughs> I don't know. It's a noun phrase. A harder rock will carve a softer rock. No. <laughs> what? Well, how did they carve them back then? They I don't know what I'm saying. They I had to use a harder rock to chip away from the softer rock. No, that's how you do it. Chip, chip. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it. I mean, I, I assume that they would have had slightly more sophisticated tools. Well, I don't know. Did they? I mean, I'd, how do you... I mean, you can't just carve rock can you I mean it, it's, it's got to be a certain kind of rock and it's yes. going to be it, you, you got to have the uh, where did those rocks come from are they from the island did they import them I don't think they had a system of importing at that point in time especially not huge rocks yeah I understand I believe that. there was a quarry on the uh, the island and uh, that uh, the uh, giant quarried. Easter Island statues were quarried and moved from one part of the island to the other. How old are they? Um, <laughs> don't know. Um, don't know. That's a question for the um, the sticky system of Google. It's called the Easter Island, is it? Um, I, I believe it is, and I imagine that's just because it was discovered at Easter. Maybe. Or it was in the east, or um, yeah, maybe. or um, I, I can't think of any other reason why they would call it that. Okay, Google. What? You can't say that because that'll set off my phone. Stop it. Hi. How can I help? Yeah. Yes, you can't. You can't do that because my phone is oh. set up for that system as well. And okay. Oh, never mind. I'll just type it in. Here are the top search results. No, you don't even <laughs> know what I want to search for. Shut up. <laughs> Can you imagine someone in a restaurant saying that and you know like all the phones would just react and I mean it should be it should be theoretically patterned to your voice should it Yeah cuz you cuz you you have to set it up to your voice How But um old. I've noticed with the uh mm-hmm. with or oh, maybe it doesn't set off my phone I've noticed that when I use the the system in the kitchen that uh um it 
sets off my phone at the same time as it sets off the kitchen system. Yeah, mine does the same. But maybe my phone is not... This is freaky. Look, I just typed this in and the first thing that came out was my question, eh? How... Well, no. How old are the statues? Yeah. And the first one is, how old are the statues on Easter Island? Yeah. What if that is the most common question? It might be. It's really weird, though. It's not really weird if, you know, how old are the statues? Probably, like, nine times out of ten, people people write on Easter Island following that. Because statues where? You know, what other collection of statues are famous? There are not really... Archaeologists have documented 887 of the massive statues known Mm -hmm. as Moai, but there might be as many as 1,000 of them on the island. What what does that mean, there might be as many as 1,000? Are they uh, imagining (laughs) that there's more that they haven't discovered? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. They were carved from volcanic rock between 1,100 and Mm 1,680. That's pretty long time ago. Look, I was going to say <coughs> the opposite. I was going to say that it's not that long ago. Well, from them saying that, it's obviously not Stone Age long ago, so they must have had more so sophisticated for, for tools. <laughs> 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 they must have had more sophisticated tools to carve them, I suppose. But, but yeah, it's not... I mean, that we're, we're talking at the time that the Roman Empire was... Oh, they did. Check it, it out. Hey, what? What? Uh, this? The, the statues um, using basalt rock... No, basalt stone picks. What's that? Basalt is a type of rock. Okay. Uh, stone picks. The Easter Island Moai were carved from the solidified volcanic ash of Arano Raraku volcano. Is it a volcano on the island? Yes. They oh. are all monolithic. The carvings are created in one piece. Mm. And an average weight of 20 tons and measuring 20 feet tall or more. So they used hard rocks to carve them from soft rock. Well, solidified volcanic ash must be quite... Stupid. It's amazing how you pass your time. When you island. when you're bored when, you, when you're bored <laughs> and there's not much else to <laughs> do there's no tele reception <laughs> there's no other resources I mean they probably had like swimming races and boat races and um, I don't know maybe they flew kites or something mm. and then they carved statues yeah that's so cool though it just shows you that when people don't don't uh, procrastinate they create that's so cool um or maybe it was a type of procrastination maybe back then m- well, maybe you know? well maybe it was a punishment like maybe maybe if you committed a crime or you did something bad against somebody you were forced to carve a rock yeah your um what's the word your your penance your punishment maybe it was a maybe it was like a major procrastinator maybe people were like oh look at that fucker we've been hunting all day and he's been carving his bloody rocks again you're not going to be getting any dinner. You know? Well, maybe there were other amazing things happen happening, but and maybe like the stone carvers were considered the, uh, the the freaks and the weirdos and the outcasts, but the stone carvers were like, people are going to remember us long after you're gone, and everyone laughed at them. <laughs> but but they were kind of right. 
Yeah. Because uh, everything else disappeared. Maybe they took drugs and then, you know, thought that they communicated with the gods and the gods told them to carve massive heads. It's not heads, it's full figures. And people would be like, yeah, right. Because they thought it was heads originally, but then they discovered that most of the body was underground. It's not just head, there's a whole body there with feet and Come arms. Come Does it have feet as well? Yes. Really? Well, well, what do you think it stands on? It's a whole really? body. I thought it was like arms. a torso or something. No, it's got feet and arms and hands. Well, why did they chuck them so deep in the earth? They didn't, I don't think. I think that they... You reckon the volcano just kind of ran around them and they <laughs> sank? I don't think volcanoes run around <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. I think they stay in the, the lava. Um... I think they kind of they that could be one of the reasons, maybe or they maybe sank. they just sank into yeah. the earth, like those houses on the beach. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that took what like the houses on the beach took um, a number of years, maybe fifty, sixty years to to sink. So yeah, that would be that would be possible theoretically. I heard a story once that there was a big storm somewhere in Scotland, and the storm moved so much of the the ground and the earth that they discovered the roofs of houses of uh, a village that was long forgotten. Brigadoon? Does that? <laughs> no, 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 that's a film with Gene Kelly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good. It's a good film. It's a kind of. It has been long forgotten. It has been long forgotten, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's it's a good film in the, the musical fantasy genre. Mm -hmm. Which is a st very strange genre of of uh, films, but um, I guess no more strange than The Wizard of Oz. But uh, there mm -hmm. we go. Um, do a search on Google for. Uh, are you enjoy looking I'm at just the pictures? There? I'm just looking at those. Look, 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 he has look hand, arms he has and hands. hands it's and holding feet. his whatever. Bimbish. Yeah. Um, looks like he's peeing. Oh, it looks like a woman Look, to it me. Looks it like looks like more feminine. It but it doesn't like have boobs. It's got a big stomach, so... <laughs> you think that women have big stomachs? When they're pregnant. It doesn't have big... It's well, just I a looked guy. at it, my first thought was Look. there's a pregnant statue. No, it's a guy with a beer belly peeing, because he's holding his... The, the Easter Island know. statues were not urinating. <laughs> it looks like they're they are. <laughs> maybe that was a joke maybe, maybe. maybe they like built them along the coast and like oh hey let's pretend that the sea is just the bee of, the, of these big giants oh, so they built the, a lot of big giants eating. urinating into the sea and it what? was supposed to be a joke what <laughs> yeah you, you they okay? laughed every time they saw them oh well you would have fitted <laughs> in really well there wouldn't you yeah yeah you and about was, five look, million college it's, it's students. It's obvious the bloke. Look. It's got teeny well, weeny little... Well, tits. It's got tits. No, I'm looking at the picture there. Because well, it's fat. Does it? Oh, those just, is that just flab then? Yeah. So what's that teeny weeny little, you That's know, belly gizmo there? Not that. that, that he's that's holding that's a mobile. Holding. A mobile. <laughs> he's holding a mobile. And his crotch. <laughs> he's taking a picture of himself. <laughs> oh, he's got knickers on. What? Look. Is he wearing something? Yeah. What? He's got tongs. He's wearing tongs. Wh what? Th thongs. What do you call them? What do you call the knickers that... Tongs. Isn't that stuff you have for a barbecue? I don't know. What do you call the knickers that dive into your butt crack? 
I don't <laughs> know what those are called. And I'm happy that I don't well, know what they're called. Well, he's wearing them. Um, Obviously. It's like what sumo wrestlers wear. Mm, I thought sumo wrestlers were wearing giant nappies. Uh, yeah, they did resemble that a bit, I suppose, as I try to flash oh, look, through another the pages one. of my... <laughs> my wait, are you okay? Yeah, what are you doing? Can you Can you type into Google, um, storm... Let's think of keywords, because you need keywords. Storm reveals Scottish... Scor storm reveals old Scottish village. And see what uh, see what comes up because I'm pretty sure that there was uh, a story that I read once upon a time not so long ago. Scottish in a, in what? A land far, far away. Village. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that there was a storm and they it 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 uncovered. Uh, Roundhouse is revealed by Scottish storm excavated ancient village. Sorry. Ancient village excavated. No, it was a storm. That, uh, no, it's not. You're not. Yeah, never mind. What? Never mind. Put your phone away. Why Orkney is the center of ancient Britain? No, Scarabray. No, yeah. not that. Scarabray was when the Scarabray was revealed partly by a storm, but it was also the movement of the sea and uh, the tides as well that revealed that. But I was talking about a different place. It was a more modern. Heat wave reveals new evidence of ancient settlements. Would you stop? Okay, can you please put your phone away? Cause, cause well, you just asked me to Google something. Yes, I know, so and then I realized you know. that you were going to spend the next half an hour scrolling up and down through your phone, reading things that were not exactly what it was that I wanted to, to find or look for. Well, Google didn't come up with what you wanted it to come up with. Um, well, you have naughty, to find the right Google. keywords. You have to put in the right keywords, and sometimes getting the right keywords is difficult because you have to remember the title of the article. Are you okay? I need to scratch my doing? leg. Okay. I'm scratching my leg. Ah. Is that well, a problem? Um. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not as much as I have a problem with your changing accents. Ah. Uh. Change. You're developing a Scottish accent. There's a th there's a there's a thing, no? Like change is the something of something. Of progress. Change is the something of progress. Well, there. Well, well, well <laughs> get 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 that and put that on a T-shirt, right? <laughs> For sure. For no, sure. there is a saying like yeah, that. Can I quote you on that? <laughs> and then, what Yanka says is. What, and now listen to this really carefully because this is really important. Change is the something <laughs> of progress. And the, the deeper question is, what is this something? And we have to think, <laughs> we have to stop and we have to think about, you know, what is this something? Because this something is not just nothing. It's actually something. It's so. the dilemma of the writer, you know. The dilemma of a, of a writer what? is how much am I going to tell my readers or and how much am I going to leave out for them to guess, you know. And it's exactly that, that, that thing. You're not, you know, if you put that on a T-shirt, you're not underestimating your T-shirt readers <laughs> by <laughs> <T -shirt>. <laughs> giving <laughs> them all the information, but you're challenging them to think for themselves. What? Yes. People can't think for themselves, can they? Of course they can. If you tell them that changes the something of progress, 
You're challenging them to think. Maybe you're just challenging them not to think and they just just keep going, keep reading. And they, they, this, 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 maybe, idea that this idea that people are thinking is... <laughs> Did you just say um, maybe you're challenging them not to think? <laughs> I can't remember what I said. Maybe that. Maybe that's what came out. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I don't think I would challenge people not to think. Um, thinking well, is well, that's easy. That's the dilemma you know? of the writer, isn't it? <laughs> thinking, thinking is for losers. But have you ever tried not what? to think? <laughs> I challenge you. Well, you get all those motivational speakers that are that are like the the. Isn't words without actions are are just words. <laughs> Isn't that what guided yeah. motivations do? Well, not motivations. You just got me all mixed up. Isn't what that what guided? What? Isn't that what guided meditations do? You know, guided meditations go like, let go of all your thoughts, focus on your breath. Don't They're they, like challenging you not they, to don't think. Don't they take you around cities and stuff? Or is that? That's, oh, that's guided good. tours. Okay, yeah. guided meditations yeah. like. Come with me, you will see. Oh no, that's song. Um, yeah. Guided meditations. Um, you are walking Peace. through a forest. <laughs> you are, you are touching the trees, and the trees are touching you. you are <laughs> Stop! That's just freaky. Wow! Wow! Why is that <laughs> freaky? Because it, it like that. I don't know. I've never heard one. I don't want the like trees that? to touch me. Just, just imagine the trees like like reaching with their branches trying to grope your elbow. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be a kind of Halloween meditation. That would be a bit spooky. I mean, there's probably a market for that, right? I mean, there's a market for everything. So, um, the Hall Halloween meditations, abs absolutely. There's, <sighs> a, there's a market for um, complete, complete madness. So it would be like, allow yourself to feel the spookiness of the the atmosphere. Let it <laughs> tingle in your fingers and feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Uh, trans transfer and transform your your whole self, your whole being, into something entirely different. And now you feel this this sensation spreading. Through your body, reaching <laughs> up through your chakras. You're doing your BBC voice again. Well, it would sound like that's 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 how they do it, isn't it? They that's that's how you get people to conform to insanity. You just talk in a, um, in a BBC voice. Yeah, BBC or NPR, um, <laughs> or or any other group of letters that sound cool together, um, and uh, th that's how you do it because th there were there was scientific analysis of uh, voices, and what they discovered was that um, here, here's the the silly classic example. They discovered that if if Hitler had been less aggressive in his speeches, more people would have been inclined to follow him. And um, and as a result, what what you found was that those people who had more totalitarian approaches but spoke softly encouraged more followers. So there's this this classical idea that um, totalitarianism is is very is, is always very aggressive, but what's um, what a lot of people is have discovered, and you can if you want to look for an example of this, uh, any interview with uh, Bill Gates, for example, 
where he suggests some of the most, or, or Al Gore, they, they suggest some of the most extreme, insane ideas. But they do it in such a normal and polite way where if you think about it very carefully and you understand all of the, the key aspects of it, then, um, like some kind of nature documentary, right, um, where the, the birds are coming in from the, the west at the moment, and as you see, they're flying over the tops of these trees. And, you know, if we get out our AK-47s and we, we get the direction and the angle right, we can take down every one of these little fuckers and, and we can remove the problem from the skies. And I think that David Attenborough would have said that. No, but he did get he did get caught lying many times in his nature videos. So mm -hmm. he did. He did. And then he was interviewed about it and he was like, Yes, well we do that, it's normal. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well what was he lying about? Um they said that they had real footage of the animals in the wild. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was shot in uh nature parks and zoos. Oh. Um so um they were they were they, they were faking their footage basically <sighs> and um and he didn't <laughs> he didn't apologize for it, which was quite funny yeah, well it's kind of you know i i i get it though i kind of get it though you know yeah, but there's no reason to bullshit about it yeah that's true there is no reason to bullshit i mean about you can it. you can just say this is how it would happen these scenes are representative of the wild but we can't film it in the wild because a it's difficult and b we disturb the animals mm. so you, uh, you don't you don't need to pretend that and the the ba you see the baby polar bears here um snuggling in with a mother in the wild and it's like they're in zoos. Well he d d so. doesn't really say this is in the wild though when he does the documentaries. He goes like he goes like and now we see this happening and now we see that happening but he doesn't say oh we're in African this is in African wilderness all of this is in African wilderness. Oh, it's you know? Yeah but it wouldn't be it, it's not a big leap you know to say that um, you would be doing the same thing if you were like pretending to film on a space station and doing it in a movie studio because it's not real and that's the point the point is they're pretending they're faking it right and and that's that's wrong and they're manipulating because they're not telling people mm. and they could just tell people the truth and then there would be no issues mm -hmm. but they 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 choose to pretend that it's more than it than it actually is you know it, it's like when you know, scientists release data from studies and when you look at it, it ignores as much data as it accepts. Mm -hmm. It's like, we've, we've discovered causality in three cases mm -hmm. and, you know, non-causality in every other single mm -hmm. <laughs> single case that they studied. So. Oh um, yeah, I understand. Lying is a... Uh, the lot life. It's not lying, it's just... Four. Lying by omission. What? Lying by omission. Oh yes, yeah. Um, having the information but not sharing it with with people, which is always a bit mind-boggling for me. And you know, it's it's. <laughs> it's like when you're lying by giving somebody the wrong information, right? Consciously, then you can just prove okay you're lying. But lying by omission is not. It's not as easily defined. 
Well, there's, do, do you know there's no law that says newspapers have to tell the truth? That, and you would think that would be a fundamental law that would exist in all countries, that, that um, news media has to present the facts as accurately as is possible at that point in time. Obviously, you can get more facts later on which change things. But, um, but there's actually no rule or law about that. And the media is, the media is actually classed as entertainment. Legally, mm -hmm. <laughs> which which means they can just write whatever they want and and present it. But you can, as a consumer, you can very easily see if a journalist piece is written. You know, if if something is done professionally or not. You know, if it's being one-sided, then obviously it's it's one-sided it's not good it's not good quality you need to get everybody knows that if you're doing a journalist work you have to put in both sides you have to stay objective right yeah except i don't really know any media outlet that is objective even the ones that i follow i'm very much aware of one-sided elements of their presentation which of course you need to be aware of right mm -hmm. um, and so i don't think there's any unbiased and unbalanced media i think there are there is some media which is better than other media mm -hmm. in terms of their balance of presentation but um um, like take take the BBC on climate change, right? I mean, the, the science is not settled. The scientists are constantly in disagreement. The 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 statistics are constantly going up and down. The the and contra and contradicting. And there was the hide the decline scandal where the universities destroyed the data because they didn't want people to know about it, and that wasn't reported on. And it, they have not been what's the word impartial mm -hmm. yeah they they have specifically followed certain agendas and you know climate change really pisses me off because because it's not happening here and it would just be really cool if it was warmer <laughs> no <laughs> that's not the reason the reason is that i i feel like it sidetracks from more pressing problems it does i agree because um, if you address other problems, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a bad idea to, to reduce carbon footprint. I mean, obviously, because by reducing carbon footprint, you're reducing other things as well, but it works the other way around by, by focusing on other things and other environmental problems, you will reduce the carbon footprint as well, right? For example, the overproduction of plastic, right? If you stop the overproduction of plastic, then you will have a smaller carbon footprint, right? <laughs> if you if you focus on local supporting local community and local far farmers, then you will have a smaller carbon footprint. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I think that there are things that are much much more pressing and depressing, actually. Like the pollution of water by all the factories in China and Bangladesh and God knows where the, the, the fabric is produced and all the toxic 
stuff that's used for dyeing the fabric is released into the waters and rivers and, and, and the sea and everywhere and and uh the fashion industry that just just completely i don't even know the word that is so big you know people are s such s stupid people <laughs> people are stupid people and people are such people. stupid people that they stupid. go out there and they buy these beautiful, colorful clothes for extremely cheap. And they're like, oh, look, that's a great bargain. And they don't think that if they buy these tights for 250 it's because somebody somewhere in Bangladesh had to make those tights for like, well, hmm, let me think, maybe 5p of wages, probably even less, right, per tight. Well... Yeah, and uh, it's it's complex economics, and yet numbers are, are, are simple at their at their base. It's and people are driving. We you know it's what's. I know it's probably complex, but people are being marketed consumerism as something positive, right? They're like, hey, more people buy, it drives the economy, and more people make money, and, and more businesses thrive, and yada, yada, yada. But, but more resources are used, and more shit is released into the nature, and more packaging is created, and that is released into the nature. And, and more people are underpaid, and more carbon is released into the environment because all these things need to be imported and it's just uh, it's not I don't know I can see how that can be good it could be great for the economy but for nothing else um. and the economy is just something that's supposed to serve people right it's not you know you shouldn't try to boost it just for the sake of boosting the economy well that was that that was that problem in Britain in the 60s when so many people were investing in investments rather than looking at building products and, and supporting society. And then the result, part of the result of that, was a kind of deindustrialization, mm. and that was in offshoring our our production. Which you you could say, okay, there are many advantages to that, but essentially you're just shipping jobs and factories abroad which yeah. um, creates uh, <coughs> problems at first and there's the argument that it creates space for new opportunities but um, um, it, it does create problems at the beginning. Let's talk about clothes. What? Right, let's talk about clothes, right? Do, 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 so, do, do. number one problem, it's, it's, it's with any products really. But it's with clothes as well. Clothes are made not to last, right? So that the so that the process of buying and throwing out and buying more is dynamic, and people have to buy new things almost every year because the things that they buy are so shitty that they lose they lose shape and color, and and the material gets torn very easily. I mean, you you buy a pair of leggings, and in a year you can see your own ass going through it because because the fabric just gets rubbed just, it's away. Not, it's not just because your ass gets bigger. No. The fabric just gets, you know, thinner. It it 
it almost disintegrates on your ass, right? <laughs> so you can see through your bloody leggings. How, how uncomfortable. And you get wee little holes in the fabric, and then you just just can just throw them out. You can't pass them on to anybody because they're not wearable anymore, right? And so you end up like buying, say, you end up buying ten pairs of leggings in five years, right? Mm-hmm. If if you're being very very uh, uh, try trying to like conserve resources, yeah, you probably buy much more. If you're an average woman. So let's say you buy 10 pairs of leggings in five years. Well, you could buy two pairs of leggings that would last you five years, right? Mm-hmm. And they could be, say, three times as expensive as the cheapy leggings that you're buying. But you'd be able to afford it because you would save the money, right? And the producer would get more money for selling them a bit more expensive, but they would be better quality. So it would be like a win-win situation. The producer wouldn't be wouldn't have to be producing huge amounts of things because he would sell better quality things for more, right? Mm-hmm. And and he wouldn't have to go to the shop every bloody year to choose leggings. <laughs> you could just if you weren't vain, right? If the fashion when selling you, oh, this year this is the trend, and and, and next year this is going to be the trend. This year it's the leggings, and next year it's going to be the 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 trousers and the shape of the fir tree or something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's and, and that it's would just, not just be about so much better for everybody. Sorry, and you could and you could create these things locally, right? Because you don't have to push the bloody price down, so you don't have to get them from China. Right, you don't have to exploit people and children for doing your dirty work. Yeah, you can you can produce them locally with better materials, with with you know just more ethically, and and it's a it's a you have smaller carbon footprint. It's a win-win situation. Less packaging. It's like better for everything, right? Maybe. I mean, we're looking at trends and habits, and what the manufacturers would say is that people wouldn't buy in that way because their aim is to create trends. And trends means, in, in that sense, trends means habits. And unless you do something regularly, you don't continue to do it. And the irregular purchase of of products is is a problem for producers because you you don't know who's going to buy what when and so you you can't make any plans so there's a strong argument from from the other side that it's better to have regular short term purchases than it is to have the 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 long term perspective because so it's better for your it's better for your uh, for your economy it's better for your benefits right it's better for your earnings as a business right but it's not better for anything else well it, you can argue that because it's better for the business it creates stability and because it creates stability um you can you can do more you can plan more you can prepare more you can create more jobs you can bring more money into the economy but i don't need more money in the economy i need to have clean water i need to have fish that are alive 
I need to have octopuses that are not dying because they're eating plastic bags. At the same time, you still need to be able to pay for those services. What services? For water. Water is a service. Well, yes, I pay for the water service by paying the water company to to uh, take care of the pipes. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, a lot, because the price that's charged for water is aggregated across what people could p pay in society, depending upon what they're earning, depending upon what um, what jobs and commerce is available within uh, the region or the country or the area you're in or whatever. Yes, but if I bring the industry home, isn't that better for a local economy? If I don't employ Chinese children for 5p a day... Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, employing Chinese children is completely unethical, immoral, and, you know... You no, but, you know, I mean, if we're talking economy-wise, right, if, I, if I'm here... I employ maybe maybe less people, I don't know, than, than I would employ in China, but I would employ adults and I would pay them fair wages and which I could afford because I would sell the product more expensive. I don't know. I'm not a uh, Well you see now you're starting to get into the conundrum of the business. No, yes I understand, but uh uh, uh, what is, what is... But, ah... Uh, what, what does that mean? You, you, you mean you like feel bad about it? It worked before, right? <laughs> it didn't work before. It worked before. Well, <laughs> excuse me? It it worked before, it didn't work before, it worked before? Did I misheard that, the, 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 the middle what? was a question. Didn't it work before? Didn't what work before? I'm confused. D yeah. Local, produce, producing local stuff. It did, but then... But, but then you didn't have the benefits of uh, the beauty of import and export. Like, you know, people in Britain can buy cars made in Slovakia, produced by firms from Korea. I'm not, I'm not uh, against, like, any import, obviously. That would just be socialism, right? <laughs> that would not be well, good. But well, no, socialism doesn't mean... I mean... It, it, that, that, Obviously, we're not against trade. Yes. That, that's that's but the way to the thing at it. is that you, can, you must be able to do it more wisely, right? I mean, you said it's all about trends. There's one trend that you should be well, able uh, well, to well, sell well, well, to the public. Tra tra trade is not all about trends. Uh, buying habits and charging prices related to the quantity of what people buy is, is trends. Yes. It's not all about that. Well, what I mean is you have to be able to market and sell sustainability to people because uh, it's the right thing because sustainability is the right thing right uh there's an argument that th there's a counter argument to that i mean i don't look i don't disagree with the fact that we want as many things as possible to be sustainable I like don't i'd rather have but <laughs> there's a big but for this is going to sound terrible but i'd rather have lower standard of life right financial wise than dead planet. Yeah, well, that that's like an obvious statement. It's like, right? it, obviously, we would all accept slightly lower standards of 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 life if the alternative was death to everything, right? Yes. But we don't have to live that way. Don't we? No, we don't. Because that's also... 
a socialist principle because that's 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 accept less or or you know the the the, the gods will cause a massive catastrophe no it's a, it's but it's, it's not the, it's not the individuals it's not the individuals fault that here's the point okay this is really important it's not the individuals fault that industry is the way that it is it is the individuals choice that can in, that can affect it though let me give you an example where yeah y- can the individual affect it absolutely consumer power is very important if people don't buy products then it's very hard for companies to produce except where you allow socialism to creep forward slowly and you have subsidies where the government begins to support things like french wine for example right french wine would be at a loss if it weren't for subsidies look bottom line bottom line is that people are very clever and they can always they can always um what's the word adapt right very often they can adapt always yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't. Yeah, clever. Clever and adaptation are not <coughs> are not on the same path, always. So, if you create limits, whether they are enforced or not enforced, it doesn't matter. But if you create limitations in a, in a certain way, then all limitations they can have always to be adapt, and they can always find a way to grow within those limitations. So if you create limitations to that will protect the planet, people can always learn and find new ways of how to grow a business in an ethical environment uh, with, with uh, you know, looking after ecology and all that shit. Yeah, if, if I can interpret what you said, basically you're saying don't pollute. You cannot not pollute at all. Like, we all poop, but... <laughs> but well, you can course. reduce it immensely, right? Well, reduce the amount pollution. Of pollution. <laughs> uh, you can. Yeah, just, uh, yes, can uh, we? Okay, let me. Yeah, but perspective, okay? Perspective. <laughs> like, uh, let's see, one. Let's take a, let's take a crazy example. Like one nuclear bomb test mm-hmm. could create more pollution than entire countries of people. Yeah, so you got to put these things in perspective, right? So take the um, the the Trinity test were 50 nuclear bombs that were exploded in the upper atmosphere by uh, the American government and other governments, um, I, I believe, late 1960s, yeah? And at that time, people were like, oh, environmentalism. And meanwhile, you know, radiation was raining down. Yes, I, I, I know, I get it. But what you're doing is you're comparing, oh, oh, it's like, it's like, I'm trying to draw an analogy. Okay, here. let me let me let me. You're, let, you're let comparing. Me you. Can I finish? You're comparing that you know killing hundred people is worse than killing fifty people. Well, yes, of course, but killing fifty people is not very good either. You know, just because that thing is worse yeah. doesn't mean that that thing is okay. Okay. I, are you aware that? Yeah. I, see, I don't disagree with that, but mm-hmm. what I'm worried about is the end point. You have to look at where things are going, right? Mm-hmm. The end point of that is. That there is something to gain from shutting down commerce, 
and, and that's dangerous. And let me give you the example. Um, more pollution is created transporting cars from one part of the world to another part of the world by ship than is created by the cars themselves in their lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and you pointed out earlier, focus is important, yeah? But people end up focusing okay. on the, the cars and the pollution created by the cars. When the pollution created by the cars is far less than the pollution created by the transportation of the cars. And so, if it's so, so all the focus is on something that even if you solve it, it's not going to have a great effect because there's something else that's having a greater effect that you're not changing. Now, th <coughs> that, that element is important to understand because if you focus too much on, you know, what's called, or you can call it a race to zero, which is we want, um, and this is this is actually what's happening, and this is the the danger, the dangerous element of environmentalism. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm all for environmentalism, but I know that it can be misused. And the dangerous form of environmentalism is the race to zero, which is that we want to reduce all uh, carbon emissions. Which. And don't get me wrong, you can go online and you can find speeches by major industrialists who are all saying this. Yeah, and it, it's not difficult and to, to find these. And they're, they're, they're giving these scientific speeches that um, a la Carbonaro effect, okay? So and they're, they're using a lot of language that people don't understand and saying, you know, we need to, we, we need to get this, this, this number to zero. You can't get the number to zero yeah. because people breathe. Well, not, on <laughs> not only that, getting the number to zero reduces commerce. And it's actually... The commerce is the process through which we can improve. And... If we're going to have a brighter future with, you know, technology which seems to make a lot of sense, like putting solar panels on the roofs of houses, right? Mm -hmm. Seems to make a lot of sense. We're not going to get that <coughs> without traveling through the process of using resources and energy to get there. And so what we have, we do have to do is improve our production systems in the sense of reducing the amount of of waste pro produced and recycling that as uh, has been seen in the petrochemical industry over the last 50-60 years. I'm not saying that's a great industry and it's destroyed large parts of the environment <laughs> as, as well, but... <coughs> <coughs> Almost everything mm -hmm. that's in this room that we're in has an element of that industry within it. Mm -hmm. And so we wouldn't be able to... See, pe people don't realize that they, they wouldn't be able to build the electric car if they weren't using the diesel car <coughs> to transport the parts necessary to the factory. Uh, to, yes, to, but to nobody, to yes, nobody wants to stop all production. Nobody wants to stop all industry. What I'm talking about is that 
you can build that car in a way that you won't have to replace it in in I don't know seven years, eight years. You can build that car in a way where it's going to last you thirty years, that you can drive it and it's not going to fall apart. You know, you can still build that bike over there with mm -hmm. its plastic parts and its aluminum parts, and mm -hmm. and you know you can use f fossil materials to to make that if you if you want to. Okay, yeah, but let me give you. But yeah. you can make it in a way that is going to last longer, so you won't have to buy thirty bikes, but you will have to only buy three bikes in your lifetime. Well, yeah. let me let me give you the counter argument to that. And see, I I I had that opinion until about 10 years ago and then my opinion began to change because I could I, I could see that there's th this idea that things being built to last is is good in many ways and is bad in many ways now let's look at the good side okay you want to take take a house for example right you don't want to build a house that's going to last for only 20 years or 30 years. You want to build a house that's going to last for, like, say the house that we're in right now is like 120 years old. You know, mm -hmm. you, want to, you want to build it to last, right? Mm -hmm. But um, let's take something else. Let's take a, like a, like, like, an, like a TV from like 30 years ago. You wouldn't want to be using today Although we're using today a house that was built 120 years ago and we're, we're satisfied and we're happy with it, we wouldn't want to be using a TV from 30 years ago because we wouldn't be satisfied or happy with that. So with some elements of, of what we produce, we want there to be a limited span of life so that we can invest in improvement of that, of that element. And it, it's, it's a very difficult fine line because you don't want to build things that are going to break very easily and people are going to have to replace them. But you do want to build in a way that will get people to replace what they have. Now, let me give you another example of this. <coughs> let me give you the example. The example is, the classic example is cars. Okay, now take a car that was built 20 years ago and compare it to a car that's built today. On the downside... The cars that are built today um, are not designed to last more than 10 years, right? They're designed to be replaced in, in less than 10 years, I think 7 to 8 years, right, is the average. Whereas cars built 20 years ago were designed for, to last, say, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And what people... And people are like, oh, these cars are not built to last and they're falling apart and it, there's all these, you know, the, 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 you know be, I remember sort of looking at one of my parents' old cars and like, hey, it's all kind of rusted underneath, this is not good. And what, what people fail to account for is the fact that these cars built 20 years ago are completely unsafe. Okay, completely I get unsafe. your point. And the cars that are built today are so much better and you want everyone to have a new car because replacement of the parts is, is, is cheaper. The cars are safer. They've got more integrated technology in them. Can They're I more say comfortable. something? Please. I understand your point, okay? I understand completely your point that with some things, especially the things that develop uh, massively over time, you want to, you know, if you... You, you don't want, want your computer to last 20 years. Yes. I'm talking, and I understand your point completely, and you do not have to illustrate it any further. 
Yeah, but that's... Well, I'm... At the same time, if you own a company that is producing stuff in that industry, then it is your moral responsibility, right? If you're making things that are going to be thrown out in four years because you know that because of the progress and technology, people will want to replace them with something newer and better and more effective, which is natural, yes? Mm -hmm. You have the moral responsibility. You have to make sure that everything that is in that product is getting recycled the way it is supposed to be recycled without causing harm to environment and not only that you have the moral responsibility to make sure that the production of that is not harming the environment okay so okay i understand that you need to sell these computers cheaply because you want people to be able to afford another one in four years okay i get that or you want to sell your phones cheaply because you want people to be able to afford another one in one year or two years or because people won't want buy one. them if they're expensive but you cannot bend your morals just because you want to sell your product you cannot allow you know uh you cannot fuel conflicts in africa because of it you cannot allow uh, the massive pollution of environment by all the phone batteries being chucked and, and left in landfills and stuff. You cannot, you know, you have to have, you have the moral responsibility to have uh, processes put in place that make sure that what you're doing is not causing a massive harm. Yeah, okay, okay. Here's here's a point. Like what What happens is... What happens if, as I saw happen in Slovakia, which is, you know, people take their old fridge and throw it into the forest or yes. the local river or something. Uh -huh. Is the manufacturer more morally responsible for that? Yes. But you can't, contro <laughs> but you can't control what other people do in their homes. Listen, That's ridiculous. You can absolutely control it. In Slovakia, you can't control what people do me, in their homes. If you came to a person in Slovakia and said, okay, you have this old fridge. How about I come and pick it up from your house and give you five euros for it. Nobody would throw the fridges in the forest, even if you only paid them five euros, right? Because you would take the, the time and the resources to go get that stuff, give the people to mo the motivation not to chuck it in the environment and do what you need to do with it. You can always... I'm not saying control, but at least hugely influence that kind of behavior in people. I, uh, I would argue that it's not that easy to influence people's behavior. That it takes a lot of time, effort, and energy. You're, you're not considering the, you're not considering all the marketing involved in doing that. I mean, you'd have to go through massive campaigning. You'd have to have. Newspaper, television, radio, uh, pamphlets, leaflets, But you already magazines. have that. What? I mean, Who's the massive companies, the massive companies are already investing millions in marketing, so that it's always in your face. You've got fridges in your face saying, "Buy our fridge, buy our fridge," right? I mean, but so if they can hu put huge effort into marketing, buying the products, they can put as much ma uh, uh, as much effort in marketing. Mm. 
uh, the proper disposal of the Good product. Good morning, darling. Yes, it is an extra expense for the company, but that's what I'm saying. It's the moral mm. responsibility. Are you going to come that. and join us? No? So, She's good to wander off. there is absolutely okay. no excuse. There is no excuse. No excuse for to what? Be, to be exploiting people and environment. In production you, of your products. There's a difference between producing products and exploiting the environment. I'm not sure that they can be connected in as simply a way as, as saying that. Are you uh, going to? You're going to sort out the young lady, the young lady who's awake. She's in a mood, mood, mood. Um, yeah, do you <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, exploiting? I don't think that companies exploit people as much as it's advertised that they exploit people. Um, and that that ignores elements like, uh, like what? Like uh, you know, uh, agreeableness, where. Um, People will, uh, you know, they're custom what they do to the environment they they live within. They they just kind of fit into things, and that it it's not that easy to to influence people's behaviour. I mean, the, the British government has been trying for like thirty years to get people to be environmentally friendly, and they still can't put the rubbish in the right kinds of rubbish bins because their thinking is not orientated in that way and it's not the people that create the packaging it's the companies that create the packaging so um, it it needs to work on on both sides I think um, you know and how much you know when is, when is clean clean right I mean they call nuclear energy a clean technology is is that really clean I I I don't think it is. I mean, the, the potential disasters to the environment are, are, are epic and ongoing and generational. And and it, it's something that we can't really see. It's an invisible danger. It's the same with the... You know when people re replace their coal fires with with electric fires or with with something else that doesn't you know produce produce smoke it 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 you're in essence producing less heat and um it it might be more controllable but it also might be might be less comfortable i mean everybody knows that there's no substitute to the the heat from a real fire for example so so we we have to we have to stop and think not just before we buy but before we act related to what we buy before we um jump on the bandwagon of environmentalism which is very often just the an attempt to control resources to control land to control habits which is not you know, always a bad thing because we want to 
influence people towards good habits rather than bad habits. We want to influence people towards um, focusing on not on not wasting things. But does society really really work that way? Because there there's there's a lot of contradictions. You know that which is easier is often ignored actually in the sense that we don't think twice about it you know we take things for granted and that's not a good thing just to be taking things for granted it's not good to be ignorant of the, of the simple processes and that which is harder we tend to think we think we tend to think more more about it it's the psychological effect of of um of the the struggle to get to the end is often a greater recognition of of process than that which we do quickly and easily, which actually might be more effective. We just don't think about whatever it is that exists or whatever it is that comes natural to us. So there's a whole there's there's a whole wealth of elements that are that are important and that need to be incorporated into our thoughts about how to keep the environment clean, clean, clean. I've just created a word. The environment clean. Welcome back. The environment clean. Isn't clean, that like a name of an clean. oil company or something? Glean. Glean. Um, glean. Gleaner oils. Yeah. I think that is a company actually. Um, this podcast has been sponsored by Gleaner Oils, or it would be good for <laughs> any sponsors at all. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it is. Uh, but it's such a word, isn't it? To glean. Doesn't that mean to to understand something? I don't know. Um, I I gleaned an insight into the workings of the company. It, it means to learn, or or to uh, uh, to 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 get information or un- to understand how something works. Um, <coughs> related to um, understanding brightness, illumination, intelligence, etc., etc. Right. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to give you a, an example of how things could be made better without ruining the economy, right? For example, one product, right? I've, I've. Uh, Good, I'm going to listen to you and then tear your argument apart. I'm in the process of ordering uh, the shampoo and the, and the conditioner for uh, to, to use instead of the bottled stuff. And they're called naked products, right? Mm-hmm. And they just make a bar, yeah? You buy a tin for the bar if you want to, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't really have to. You can just use it as a soap. You don't really have your soap in a tin all the time, do you? But if you want to make sure that Never. you know it lasts longer or whatever, you can keep it in a tin. I don't know. The point is, you can buy bars like soap bars uh, of shampoo, conditioner, uh, deodorant, makeup, uh, cream, facial cream, oils for your body, massage oils, anything you can buy in a solid form, right? The company pops it in the packaging. Don't know what type of packaging it is. I will tell you once it arrives, okay? But I imagine, I hope it's going to be environmental free, uh, free, uh, environmental friendly, and they send it to you, yeah? And what you're buying is just the bar, yeah? Which means you're not buying shampoo or conditioner that's in a plastic bottle, 
right? You go to, um, if you go to a supermarket, you can buy soap bar, which is in a paper box, yeah, or you can buy um, liquid soap, which is in a plastic bottle. You have rows and rows and rows and rows of plastic bottles full of not so friendly um, cosmetic products. Okay. All of them use SLS, which is made out of palm oil, which promotes deforestation and is bad for your skin, right? Because it dries up your skin and so on and so forth. So you have a whole industry that uses product that is not good for you, that promotes deforestation and creates massive amounts of plastic waste. And all you need to do is change that product into bars, right, into solid stuff, which is better for your health, doesn't harm environment, <laughs> yeah, and doesn't use plastic for packaging. You can still produce tons and tons of it, right? You can still keep the cosmetic industry going. You just change the product and the packaging of the product, yeah. And it doesn't have to cost that much more money. Maybe you would pay a little bit more for the oils that you use because you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't use cheap palm oil, but you would use something, I don't know, something else. But uh, what's wrong with that? Well, l let me tell you not what's wrong with it, but what's complicated about it. Uh -huh. right? A number of times... In your little presentation, oh, you said all you have to do is just uh -huh. do this and just do that. Uh -huh. um, as I know from my work with uh, a person in the, the, the coffee bean industry, uh -huh. getting the right kinds of coffee beans is really complicated, much more complicated. See, there are coffee beans there, but a lot of them are low quality. Okay. And so just getting the right kinds of products you need is extremely complicated. Even getting the nuts that they need for their products, extremely complicated. Getting the right kinds, getting them from the right region, getting them at the right time. So just getting certain things ignores a whole process of e events, events that happen. Now, in essence, looking at the end result of what you get, you're right. However, if I go back to the, say, the uh, nuts for chocolate example, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can get higher quality, more organic nuts. But that would mean going to a company, say, that uh, maybe employ, maybe had certain methods of production and employment that were maybe less ethical than a company producing some some other type of nut that was more readily available because they'd spent more money on marketing and less money on the comfort of their employees and human resources. Yeah. So it's extremely complex. The word just does not create a, a, a valid argument because the processes involved are now the so, so being the environmentally friendly is is s a simple idea, but the pr 
processes involved in doing it are extremely complex and the consequences of effect are not understood fully because the company that I'm talking about, which is a real company, could, in essence, be much more environmentally friendly, but the costs, the external costs of that would actually be worse at this moment in time because you have to do research, you have to get information, you have to do scientific analysis. So the problem with my argument is the word just. No, the problem with your argument is what I've explained because you said you just have to and I'm explaining what that just means. Yeah, I understand that it's complex, okay? I understand, uh, but there's a company that, look, look, that this, this person has to this person has to take university professors with specific degrees from one part of the world to another part of the world in order to analyze products using scientific methods in order to assure that they're getting the right products in their factory in another part well, of the world. Well, thank God. Good, that's the way it should be. But that's not environmentally friendly. Who's not environmentally friendly? Well, uh, taking other people to, to, ch to check stuff, that whether it's good quality. Is that yeah, not yeah. environmentally friendly? Well, the, the whole process is extremely expensive, involves a lot of travel, oh, you cannot. involves a lot of money. You cannot that's, compare... That's you cannot friendly. compare person taking a flight to go to Brazilia to check some nuts well, no, with it's, it's reduction of to tons and okay, tons okay, and tons of uh, plastic. Okay, now here's something that is really important that you're not thinking about. You're just saying a person. We're talking about a person who has been funded by the by uh, public taxpayers' money for 15 to 20 years to work in the area that they're in, right? So? So you can't get that person without that funding, which is uh, a use of resources. And it, you can't until you understand the whole process of all the resources you're you're using to do something. Yes, you can't I'm use the word just as an argument. To you. I'm trying to explain to you that you would mm -hmm. not stop the industry going. You would not stop the money to coming into the economy. You would just change it, the product. All it's not. It's not just. Just is not. A, just is not an argument, though. Yes, darling. Okay, can you give me five minutes? We'll put it on in a couple of minutes, okay? Okay, I'm not going to use the word just then. All you have to do is you have <laughs> All to you have to do. I mean, we're talking about a 20-year process. Yes, I know it's a process. And I you know say all you have to do... I know it can't be done like that. I'm not stupid, okay? I know it's a long process, but it should be aiming in that direction. Because if you go to the supermarket and you look at all that cosmetics, which is probably not even going to get bought right all of it i mean there's there's stuff upon stuff upon stuff in plastic people are overusing it using too much you've got the sls what, what, in it right what, what, what stuff upon stuff upon stuff well, let's, I'm let's, about let's the be cosmetics. okay yeah but okay, let's be specific plastic bottles shampoos and conditioners okay let's, let's talk let's specifically about shampoos and conditioners okay sls i love sls you know why i love sls because SLS is something that is put into the cosmetics for purely marketing reasons. It creates massive deforestation, okay, in order to plant palm trees, in order to extract the palm oil from them, yes. And it is put into cosmetics purely for marketing reasons, just because it creates nice foam and because it makes you feel cleaner, even though it doesn't really make you cleaner. 
No, I think it's a good thing to remove all of the, if it's possible, to remove uh, unnecessary, unhealthy elements. And there's th there's another thing though, which which is which is key, which is if you shift your industry focus, there's the question whether or not you should be because because you 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 said earlier you know it's not moral to do certain things mm -hmm. or you've got moral responsibility. Mm -hmm. Okay, my question is. Where does the moral responsibility end? Because if it doesn't end, then what if you have a contract with this company and they're producing palm oil, right? And you're like, I don't want to do that because I know that's bad for the environment. I'm going to shift to this company. What if, what if that company is dependent upon your contract? And you can argue, ah, that's their problem, right? They should have thought about that before. And that's a valid argument. That's I don't right. want that company to exist. I do not want that company what to exist. What about the people who work for the company? What about the, their wages? What about their families? What about their food? What about their homes? What about their bills? But those people are probably being exploited anyway. Probably is not company. Okay. So those people can find other things to do, better things. If there's not that company... Those, those <laughs> that, that, that's your argument. Those people can find better things to do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. What? Listen, those people were there before that company came and started exploiting the forest, okay? They were there, they lived, they had life, they were they existed, they had something to feed them, okay? That company that decided that they're going to plant palm trees and and uh, and uh, you know, deforest the the whole chunks of land did not they're not a salvation for those people. Those people were there before the company came okay question what if and here's a theoretical possibility the company moves into an area and it brings into that area all the positives and negatives of the modern world right mm -hmm. you know the negatives will it, it might bring in like cigarettes and alcohol right that would be a negative thing but the positive thing would be what if it brings in uh, roads what if it brings in a, a, a little airport? What if it brings in some kind of commerce? What if it brings in telecommunications? What if it brings in the opportunity to communicate with people across the world? What if it brings in um, building materials for, for stronger houses? You know, the, I don't know, the air conditioning if it's hot or double glazing if it's cold or whatever systems that, that, are, that are necessary to uh, give people a, a safer, more sustainable kind of lifestyle, Listen and this is built if, from if, the industry if, going right? into the area. This is what if, what if, what if. Well, if they did that, and if the company is closing down, then what if the company told the people, hey, look, we're getting out of here, but you could move, right? You could go into that village, which already has a great infrastructure, and, uh, and you That's know, an if you want. Telling people you can move. You, you, you can't say that when I mean okay we're we're dealing we're dealing with a semi theoretical obviously model. we're told talking hypothetically well no because I actually know I'm actually thinking of specific places that I've I've seen like little documentaries about about when you know companies move in what happens to the local people that's good and bad right so. Um, so well, I'm, I'm listen, thinking the, real. The company wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. Well, then you can argue no company is supposed to be anywhere. That's great for economics then. That's a, that's a ridiculous no, argument. No, I'm talking particularly about the companies that exploit the environment in their area. They came there to cut down half the forest, 
to to you know for for their economical benefits yeah it, i think that the saving the rainforest is the job of the people who are living in that country we can give advice to to help them but but i think that we don't fully understand the complexity of their situation we've seen documentaries about it but so um, those countries are being effed those countries and their economies are being effed by the western world already no but so. why are they not being why, why why is there not an argument that says they're not being screwed up by people in their own country who want to make money very quickly and are taking advantage of the situation and taking advantage of their own people to make money because you can't build a business in any foreign country without a complete infrastructure in that company using local people, local government, local networks, local local taxpayers' dollars. You can't do that. You can't just go to another country and exploit it. There are extreme examples, maybe if you're a giant oil company or maybe you're Coca-Cola or whatever. Yes, but in general, you can't go to a foreign country and exploit it without using the people, the government, well, the course. systems of that country there. That's how government works. Government employs local people to make local decisions yes, you you can't have somebody else that. so so saying that foreign country foreign companies are exploiting that no it's their own people who are allowing the companies in they're making contracts with them they're making agreements with them they're letting them set up they're knowing exactly what they're going to do so it's their own people that are screwing their own people it's not the foreign companies it's the own people that are screwing their own people but it is the responsible of the whole planet to stop deforestation because because it because that little chunk Right in that country, say let's let's talk about Brasilia, right? They are they are the, the rainforest in Brazil are influencing the whole planet, right? It's not just their responsibility to deal with it. Points. Can I make a point about that? Yeah. I think you're right, but let me give you a counter argument. There's a very strong counter argument, right? What if somebody in Brazil had said, like? A thousand years ago. You can't deforest Britain. You can't deforest the country. It's really bad for the environment. And uh, Britain, right. And they wait. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. They they would at that point in time have been absolutely right. But you know what would have happened if that hadn't happened? There would have been no growth of British industry which had with it its positive side and its negative side. Like, I, I fucking hate the whole slavery thing and the British Empire and the, the attempt to dominate everybody. It was all fucking horribly wrong, right? But on the other side, you had engineering growth, right? The ability to build roads and, so and bridges like, like and people, manufacturing industry and people wouldn't textiles. People would be able to do, to do all that without deforestation. That would not have been pos possible because deforestation fueled the economy. Look, there is a massive difference, okay, a massive difference between using your natural resources in a sustainable way. Which Britain did not do. And between going to Brazil and chop down trees in the speed of... I can't remember. It's not foreign com companies that are chopping down the trees. It's Brazilians that are chopping down their own trees. Yes, because foreign companies pay them for it. They're yeah, they don't have to chop companies. down their own trees. They don't have to chop down their own trees. It's their choice. Yes, but I'm trying to tell you that there's a huge difference between doing it somewhere in a country sustainable to grow their own economy, right? 
and it's different to 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 do it at at the at the speed that the Brazil is doing it. It's it's. Yeah. They're uh, doing it at the speed. Uh, yeah, is it? You know, it's it's like it's what is it like a like adapt. like a football pitch okay. every every minute or something? I mean, it's some 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 ridiculous. Listen, amount. it's it's ridiculous to say that Britain wouldn't have been able to to grow as much as it did. No, it's not. That's a fact. That's that's a, that's a fact. And let me give you. Look a, at let France. Me give you, no. France has forests and it developed pretty quickly. Look at Germany. France is not Germany. an island. Germany has developed. France is not an island. And it didn't have to do ch- chop down massive amounts of trees. Finland is pretty developed and didn't have to chop down massive amounts of trees. Look, look the, the argument for Finland is correct. The argument for France and Germany, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that's not com- completely correct. The argument for Britain, though, is definitely correct. Okay, that that and how much of what France and Germany did piggybacked on what Britain did. Oh, you can turn that back to France and say the same thing for, for Britain piggybacking on them. That's how, that's okay. how trade and commerce works. Which, which, modern country, which, which modern countries developed the modern principles of trade? I don't know. In terms of setting up the, uh, what's it called, the... the, the, the uh, the laws of the sea, which were the original trade agreements, I right? I don't know who set up the laws okay. of the sea. Okay, know. okay. We well, see this is this is this is very important. This is I the understanding. Portugal, I don't know. This 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 is very important for understanding the history of commerce, and how commerce developed. We wouldn't have the commerce that we have if those industries had not developed. We wouldn't have it. We wouldn't have principles of agreement. That. We wouldn't have concept. You don't know that. It's the same argument, like. Or if there weren't vaccinations invented, we would all be dying of these diseases still. You don't know if we would or if we wouldn't, because if it developed in a different way, people would have adapt could have adapted and create other ways of creating other yeah, types but that's of industries. Yes, yes, but argument but 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 argument but okay, but argument irrelevant because it didn't happen, okay? Argument irrelevant because it didn't happen. Yeah, Let's look at what happened. What, what happened is what I said happened. What happened is what I said happened. The, the, the commerce and industry that we have developed was, a, a, was as a result of that. In Britain, uh, a large part of the, the industry that was developed and the laws of the sea, which were the original laws of commerce, were created by Holland, uh, Portugal, Spain and Britain. Right? And that was how the trade, that was how trade grew. Now, for Britain, um, to allow that to happen, we needed to have deforestation. In order to have industrial growth, now was it was it wrong to have the deforestation? It was very bad for the environment. Um, you know, over the last hundred years, Britain has tried to reverse it, but we wouldn't have been at in in the economic position that we were in if things had stayed th- the way that they were. Look at Slovakia, okay. If we're not just talking about producing oxygen, because deforestation creates massive problems which do not only yeah the trees the trees don't clean the air with because they're with not cleaning there. the air but yeah. in Slovakia you uh, you know the government like sells everything to private companies uh, which is Slovaks fucking money. Slovaks right. okay and um, what it's happens is companies. it's Slovak the people private Slovak companies. People will come and will chop down the trees, right? And what happens next is flooding, landslides. When you say private companies, you actually mean that Slovak people allow 
people to do things. They have to get I'm you have s- to I'm get saying, the permission I'm of Slovak people to do things. Private companies and private Slovak companies because you because yes, they have yes, to have. I, yeah, gee, so hey, can yeah. you calm down, okay? Yeah, yeah, but it's I, not I said, pra- I said, I did I say it was Britain? No, but that was the, previ- the previous argument was. I said private companies specifically. I did not say foreign companies. I did not say Slovak companies. I said private companies because mm. it's whatever private company buys that land, it can be Slovak. Yeah, but you did say Czech, foreign companies be, before. Be foreign. I was talking when I, when I was talking about Brazil. I did say foreign companies. Yes, but now I'm not talking about Brazil. I'm talking about Slovakia, and I said private companies. So let's stick to the facts, okay? <laughs> There's. So, made an argument yet. the private companies chop down the trees and it creates massive environmental impacts that impact massive amounts of people. So yes, there is a few people that gain jobs by chopping down the trees, but there's massive amount of people who lose their homes, have their, have their uh, property damaged by the floods, have their property damaged by the landslides. You destroy the Massive amounts of, of people, people have their property damaged by landslides in Slovakia. Is that your argument? Massive amounts of people <laughs> have... Because uh, there are no there massive there landslides in Slovakia. There are no massive. I didn't say massive landslides. I said landslides, you floods, said and massive amounts of people. You said yes. massive amounts of people have their homes destroyed by floods. And which landslides. is because people build their houses too close to the river. No. Yes. No. Yes. People don't build their homes too close to the river. Yes, they do. Okay. Have you been in Horna or Rishani? Yes? I'm not talking about people who don't build their homes close to the river. I'm talking about people who do build their homes close to the river. People they who build their homes close to the river build listen, their homes too close to the they river. They do not get flooded because they built their homes too close to the river. They do in Bistrica. Yeah, you're talking about one town. And they, do, about they, they do around the Dunai. Oh, there's two. There's sake. two. There's two examples. There's two practical examples. For Christ's sake, is not an argument. Look, if you take forests away, all the water that rains in the hills runs straight back down and floods, whatever. Yeah, and takes right? it takes the land with it. But people don't lose their homes. That, of that. river there, right? That was running normally for decades and decades suddenly starts flooding the areas around it, right? So people who had a house in the vicinity... Hello, darling. Well, I, will, I, I can go and put it on. I can go and put it on, but you have to make your argument. I am making for, my argument, for the but podcast. you're not going to hear it. Well, so you didn't hear mine when you left earlier. That's fair. Well, go That's and put it on then, but hurry up, okay? Hurry <laughs> 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 Yes. Hurry up. Okay, okay, okay. So you have to make your make your make your make your earphones with you. So people who 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 would have who were living near the stream, which doesn't even have to be a river, it it just has to be a stream, right? So people who were living in the vicinity of the stream for decades and decades and had no problems suddenly get flooded and get the property damaged and it is all because of the destruction of the natural forests and I'm not even talking about the destruction of the habitats which influences the local animals which end up homeless and then 
it's just not, you, you could argue well who cares about the animals let's care about people and the economy but that's just not right I don't see how you can ever ever argument for or argue for things that are so obviously harmful to the environment because what is harmful to the environment is inevitably harmful to the humans so if we go back to Brazil and we look at the deforestation in Brazil okay well maybe you are giving jobs to some people who didn't have those jobs before they were still there and they were still capable of sustaining themselves there even before you came so obviously you didn't save their lives by bringing this job to them okay you just came and used them so even even though you are giving these people jobs and are paying them money and are maybe creating roads or whatever, which if they didn't create themselves, if it didn't develop naturally, then obviously they didn't have the need for them, right? Because if they had the need for them, they're people. They would have come up with it. Well, I would. So even though you are I'm giving back. them I'm a back. little bit, okay, even though you're giving them a little bit, you are taking away from them lot more because you are destroying their future and you are destroying the future of their children do you think that if you Did came you to those people yourself? if you came to those people and you told the people hey i'll give you a job you cut down these trees for me uh it probably means that in 100 years you know your your uh, uh, offspring uh, will have massive problems uh, because uh, this will have a huge impact on the environment in the long term. But hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay you for this and you need me to pay you for this because uh, your life is not good enough because you were missing on all, the, on all these things before we were here, right? So, I mean, it's not... The pe of course the people wouldn't say, oh yes, let's go and do this. Let's go and do what? Let's go and cut down the trees. So that you can pay me, but so that do. you can, so that they I can do. then buy things that I don't need, you know, because uh, now you're telling me that I need them and I believe you. Well, we don't know what it is that they're buying and whether or not that is going to improve the quality of their life or not. That's an individual but choice. But my thing, my my argument is, is not going to improve the quality of life in long term. It may improve it for a while, yes, okay, maybe they, oh, God, look, if a company creates such massive deforestation, I highly doubt, I highly doubt that they're moral enough to offer their new employees proper uh, medical care or, you know, uh, proper schooling or whatever, even if they do, then... Okay, question, <sighs> question, how is the company... Yes more liable than the individual if the individual makes a choice a to accept the job from the company and b to cut down their own trees because the company may be manipulating them because the company may not, not be telling them uh the, that's know, not an argument the company may be manipulating them i mean that that's an, that's a conversation you don't know it is always the company that is liable for it because the company creates that situation the situation wouldn't be there if the company didn't come. Yeah, uh, um, also, the situation would not be there, same argument, if the people did not agree with uh, accepting the money and chopping down their own trees. Yes, but the company is the originator of that situation. 
It's not the people who came up with the idea, it's the company that came up with the idea. So, are you saying that those people who have ideas are more liable than those people who don't have ideas? Those people, no. I'm saying that those people who decide to act upon their ideas and to set in motion a chain of events because of their ideas and because of their activities are completely liable for for the results of those activities where, where that they it, set Where in does motion. the chain end? Wherever it ends. That's not an answer. That's, 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 that's just well, like what kind of question is that? Where does the chain end? Well, well it's individual uh, for each company and for each chain that they created. Okay, because the moral argument about uh, you know what is right or what is right or wrong is is kind of defined by where does it end, and the argument there is that it doesn't end ever. And that everyone is always morally responsible for the results of everything. And Look, you, you, can you, give, you can make assessments, and you should make assessments. There should be risk assessments. But there are also unpredictables in everything as well. Like you can make a risk, risk assessment of, like you can, you can build something like in an earthquake zone, right? And you can make a risk assessment. I mean, people build cities in earthquake zones, right? And you make a, r a risk assessment whether or not the, there's a high probability of an earthquake, and yet people s still build there. So there's th there's a question about you know who is morally responsible. Then, if someone had the idea to let's found a city in a region where there's earthquakes, and then this city grows up there, are all the people who founded the city morally responsible for every negative action that then happens there? Gee, you are relativizing. Is that even a word? No, I'm just repeating to you what you, you said to me. You are relativizing something. I'm just repeating to you what you said is, to me. You're not, because I wasn't talking about earthquakes. Something that yeah, okay, is. Okay, I was using the earthquakes. Simple, okay? I was, I was, simple. I wasn't. I used the earthquake example as an example of where does the morale argument end? Because if it doesn't have an end, then you create a commercial time bomb. You are trying to... Maybe you're not trying to, but... What, what Look, it is look easy. It Listen to me. I, it can, I can explain it to you in a simpler way. You don't have to, because I understand what you're saying, okay? It is easy and simple. And if we stick to the topic, then I you have to agree that uh, massive deforestation of the rainforest in order to produce a substance that is harmful to individuals and has no positive effects in cosmetics is absolutely outrageous and stupid and and just should not be done deforesting rainforest in order to produce a toxic substance that only serves marketing uh, purposes is not a good idea. Do you not agree with that? It's as simple I as that. I agree with the fact that I, I, ag I, don't, I don't agree with the fact that it's simple. That's why I don't agree with it. It's very simple. It's uh, as only simple if you ignore, as only, only if you ignore the more the moral argument of 
where do the consequences for your actions end? Because I can see where the consequences of my where the consequences of my inactions end. Mm -hmm. The consequences of my inactions in mm -hmm. this area end with niche destroyed, habitat destroyed, uh, climate change. I know you don't believe in climate change. I do believe in climate change, one hundred percent. The climate changes all of the time. Yes. Well, not for the better if you if you cause a huge deforestation. It's not in those areas, even if we don't talk about global climate change of temperatures. But I'm talking about the climate change in that area of, of, of okay. the world. Can, can, right? I, can I give no. you another... Can I, can, I, can I present my argument in a simpler form? Which argument? I just forgot what I was talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. You're saying that I cannot possibly disagree. Your argument was, you said that I cannot possibly disagree something, okay? Or you said, your, your exact words were, you have to agree. Yeah. Okay, Okay. No. No. first of all, you have to agree is not an argument, okay? Second of all... It wasn't an uh, argument, it was uh, just a statement. Yeah, but I mean, that it's... That it okay, good. Because I can't imagine so anybody disagreeing okay. with that. Okay, okay. Now, what is correct is your principle. The principle is correct, absolutely correct, 100% correct. The practicality of it has massive inherent problems, and let me exp let me explain that. And so we're talking about deforestation, but I'm going to make it a simpler argument, and then I'll apply it to deforestation if it's not clear. Okay? I'll just I'll no, just no, I just wait, want wait. to finish my previous sentence, which I didn't get to finish because I was interrupted, which was that the effects of my inaction is not only the deforestation and everything that comes with it, but it's also the uh, the uh, toxic stuff that gets uh, flushed down people's drains every day because of using these products, and is the uh, bad effects on uh, human health because of use of these products, and is the production of plastic waste. Massive, massive plastic waste because these products are stored in teeny weeny little plastic bottles that people use once per month and throw it out. Mm -hmm. Do your own math. Yeah, yes, I, I agree with that. Totally. Okay. Okay, no. Here's, here's my point. Right. Mm -hmm. Basically, we could look at deforestation as a crime. Would you see it as something, some kind of criminal activity because of the the massive negative effects that you explained. It is a criminal activity if you do it in areas that are protected by law. But if the law does not protect it, it's not criminal. Is that what you're saying? It's immoral. It's not criminal. It's not illegal. Okay. If it's not. If it's not, you know. So set your by your argument law. is that it's terminology it's, here. it's immoral. Okay. It's totally immoral. Yes. It's immoral. Because and what's, what's why, why is it immoral? Explain that to me so I get this clear. And don't say because people flush the chemicals down the toilets and here and cause it. You know, why is <coughs> why is it ex ex just just get this clear in my head because it's really important for the argument. Why is it immoral for Brazilian people to chop down Brazilian rainforest? Because they're doing it in a way that's unsustainable and that it diminishes. Uh, massive amounts of the of the local habitat harms okay, the okay, okay. nature, harms the okay, climate. Okay, okay. There's there's there, there's a word in there which is not an argument, which is the f it, it's the fact that there does not exist anything which is completely sustainable. 
that doesn't exist. Okay, so the arg an argument such as like I understand. Well, when when I say sustainability, what I mean is that I don't want shit to be wasted. Okay, that's what I mean. That's not what sustainability. Well, well sustainability is impossible. Sustainability. One hundred percent sustainability. I take is away impossible. here, I and I give away there. Okay, they're taking. But that's business. And taking and taking and then not giving anything else away. You know, it's like, okay, I'm talking about this. Yes, in Slovakia. Talk about Slovakia. Yes, in Slovakia, it what used to work this way, right? You mm -hmm. chop down these trees mm -hmm. because you need to use them for wood. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you had what they called nurseries, where you plant trees mm -hmm. to recover the forest. Mm -hmm. Yes. Does that happen in Brazil, where they're chopping down the rainforest at the speed of, well, was it like 500 football pitches a day? I, I don't know. I would be very, I, I would be very surprised. I'll, like, I'll take your word for it. But I would be very surprised if there's not a reforestation program going on. Okay, but, and the problem with that is that the reforestation of obviously would not be natural, and that of course, would, that and would, would also not, be it would a not really thing. recover the yeah, habitat. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely, would not recover I agree. the homes of the millions of animals that are getting homeless uh, okay. every month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, first of all, you know, it's not the argument I want to make, and I don't want to get into it. But if you had like, a, if you chopped down a, like a, a hectare of trees and replaced it with a hectare of hemp. I mean, you could actually have some sustainability in the environment anyway. Yeah, the, 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 the orangutans still wouldn't thank you for the hemp, though, would they? I don't know, they might want to smoke every now and then, but, um, you know. Well, no, <laughs> no. Okay, here's, so, back to my original point. Mm -hmm. right. So, what you're saying is that Brazilians chopping down Brazilian rainforest is immoral. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, all right. Um, so, let's find something it's else. Arrogant. Okay, let's say um, let's say I have a bicycle, and you steal my bicycle. Mm -hmm. Is that immoral? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's immoral for you to steal my bicycle. Mm -hmm. Okay, what if my bicycle I had stolen from somebody else, mm -hmm. and you stole my bicycle? Would your act still be immoral? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Would it be any less moral? Would it be any less immoral because the bike was stolen? Okay, okay, right. So, uh, let's say I have a bicycle, and I bought the bicycle. Mm -hmm. And the bicycle's mine because I bought, I bought the bicycle. Mm -hmm. And you steal my bicycle. Mm -hmm. uh, is your act immoral? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what if I bought the bicycle with stolen money? Uh, I stole somebody's money, I used that money to buy the bicycle. Um, and y you stole the bicycle from me, would that be immoral? Yes. Would my actions be immoral? Yes. Okay. Um, so there's no difference? Between stealing and stealing? No, not really. In, in, in that principle. But there is a difference in how you view my actions when you get more information about my actions. If you... If you... didn't know that the bike was stolen, you would see it as, as, as you know, I bought the bike. That's okay. Well, the bike wasn't actually stolen. Actually, it, you know, it was paid for with stolen money, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't know if you were working in the shop, and I walked into the shop and said, "Look, here's the cash. I want this bicycle. You give me the bicycle. I go away. The guy in the shop's happy, and 
I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And some, you know, motherfucker somewhere else is really fucking pissed off because I've stolen their money to get the bike. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the person in the shop's really happy because they don't know the money was stolen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So once you get more information about something, mm-hmm. that changes your perspective of that thing. And so things are more complex. It's not just I go into a shop, I give money to somebody, and I get the bike. It's like that money might have been stolen. What's your point? Can I'm getting you get to the point. Yeah, 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 I'm getting to the point. What I'm doing is establishing the principles. Right? Yeah, you can do it faster. I'm, I'm following well, you. Well, you're following well. me. Okay, so is it clear that the more information you get, the, the, more, the more complex things become? The more information I get, the more I can decide what's, what's moral. Not. Yeah, and a lot of the time we don't have enough information, right? So? So it's very difficult for us to make judgments about what is right and wrong without specific information. Is that correct? Uh, in certain situations. Well, in this situation that I gave, it would be incorrect to say that everything was okay if you didn't know the money was stolen. But you can never really know the money is stolen because you can never really have all the information. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you can have that information. Yeah, but in general, people working in shops don't know where the cash is coming from when things are paid in cash or even it's paid in credit or whatever. Well, right? in general, okay. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. Um, so they're actually, you know, um, taking part in what is essentially an illegal activity. They're not aware of it, but they think they're doing right, but they're actually, doing, they're actually taking part in something that's wrong. It's not their fault because there's no way they could know um, and it, it's not their job to know, but that's not important. Yeah, what's your point? Um, my point is, firstly, number one, that we don't have enough information to make uh, decisions about other people's lives in other places in, in other countries, and not that the deforestation is a good thing, okay? Like I'm, not, I'm not arguing that. Okay, we don't have enough information. The second point is that the... The perceived morality of what is right changes over time. Now, morals don't change, but perceived morality changes because it's human perception. Now, if I have a bike and you steal my bike and I see you, you know, running away with my bike and I run and, you know, I throw you off the bike to the ground and I grab my bike back and I'm like... That's my bike, motherfucker. Get off my bike. Stay away from me. I, are my actions okay? Are your actions okay? Yeah, is it okay for me to, you know, like, like you know, run and throw you off the bike and grab my bike back? Because, look, in my book, in, in my book, I would be quite justified <laughs> in, in doing that. Even if it harmed you, I'd be like, it's my bike, you know, do you get what's coming to you? Well, you protect your property. Yes. Yes, that's, that's, I think that's generally recognized by law as well as your right to protect your property. Yeah. Now, if you're going to use the legal argument, you have to realize that if I physically harmed you mm-hmm. while getting my bike back, that I could be charged for physically harming you. Mm-hmm. Right. Would that be correct? Mm, probably not, no. Yeah, no, I, gr- I agree with you. I mean, I think you 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 suffer the punishment of the result of your activity, right? I mean, that that would be part of the punishment for it, right? I, I would be like, you know, it, it's ridiculous that you take me to court for hurting you physically, right? Well, but yes. but but we we also have to realize in society that kind of happens a lot, 
Well, what right. does that have to do with rainforest? Can you please yeah. get to the point? Yeah, I'm, I'm building the argument. I can't just say something because then, you, then it's, it's possible that you will misunderstand the argument that I'm making. Okay? The argument which, which I have to counter your point about you have to, you have to agree. Okay? This is, I'm countering that point if you have to agree. Yeah. Um, so so here, here's, here's the next stage. I'm building up in stages. The next stage is I have a bike, you steal my bike, and I can't find you. I don't know, I don't know who stole my bike. But let's say the next day I see you riding my bike. Is it okay for me to go to you, throw you off my bike, and grab my bike back? Are you 100% sure it's your bike? Uh, there you go. There you go. Enter question mark, right? Enter, en enter the fact that time creates other probable scenarios. Time creates other probable scenarios. And time creates the transfer of activity and information that we are unaware of. And so we get to the point where what was, to me, the right thing to do today suddenly becomes the wrong thing to do tomorrow because of the passage of time, and that's, that's about activity and information transfer. Now, if we take that one step further and we go like, like what, what if I see somebody else riding my bike after two weeks? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what if I know it's my bike? I'm like, I check the serial number. It's like they, they've parked the bike somewhere and I check the serial number and I'm like, that's my fucking bike, right? And I'm like, and I, and I, and I find the person, I challenge the person, like, you, you stole my bike. And they're like, well, no, I, I bought it from this person. Mm -hmm. Do I have the right just to grab my bike back? Well, obviously I don't because the situation is far more complex. No, what you do is you go to the police, both mm. of you, you tell the person who stole the bike and who sold it to the other person. You go to that person, you arrest that person for stealing their bike, you get the money back from them to pay back to the person who bought the bike originally, and then you get your bike back. That's what would be the right thing to do. Yes, absolutely the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But we know that in most cases, that's not the process that happens. I don't know, because I never had a bike stolen. Okay, let's just say it's far more complex than that, because it involves whole long processes. And what we're talking about might take, you know, in a positive sense, it might take a week, right? In, 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 in What's your you connection to, to the rainforest? My connection to the rainforest is that, that it, the situation which you said you have to agree, I argue it's far more complex. The fundamental principles are correct. You know, the, the deforestation of, of the rainforest is, uh, you know, has an effect on environment and climate and there are massive negative impacts. But at the same time, there are other impacts that we are completely unaware of in the same situation. And we can't make a complete judgment about what is right or what is wrong until we are aware of those other elements. But you have to make tricky. those judgments all the time. You can make the judgments about things which are personal to you, but you can't make the judgments about things that are personal to others. But you're still making them. I'm you're not. making them. Every yes, you are. I'm not making a judgment about the rainforests. Do you have a child? 
Yes, but I'm not making a judgment about the rainforest. Do you? You just said I'm making them all the time. I'm not making a judgment about the rainforest. I didn't say rainforest. You, you said that you can't make judgments about other I'm people. I'm talking about you the rainforest. You wanted to talk about the rainforest. Yes. I'm talking. I cannot make a judgment about the it's rainforest. It's the same thing, like your child. Okay, it's it's. I'm drawing an analogy here. Yes, you have a child, and you decide about that education. You don't know what the possible income outcomes are going to be in the long term. You can guess, you can think, you can make your best assumptions. Yes, that you're 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 trying to decide the best what's for them. Yes, and you go in that's a certain what, direction. Yeah, that's that's yes. my argument. I agree with that completely. You don't know. Right? Yes, I, but I agree. But you with still that. have to make those decisions, and you still have to make those judgments. Whether they're right or wrong, you will find out later. But you still have to make them because you know that if you didn't do anything the outcome would not be positive, right? Oh, so that's a different argument. But I understand it. So you argument. have to. You, you, you that if you don't do anything is, is, is a powerful argument. It's, it's a different argument from what, what was stated before, but it's a powerful one. <sighs> Look, the bottom line is that the rainforest is not, is not just getting used. It's exploited. Okay, it's being cut down in a way and in a pace that is harmful to all the living things that are there. Who who says Quest that? Question. Who question. Says can, that I, can, can I can I get more information about that? Who says that can it is more important for a local chop down person to make more money than it is for a local orangutan to survive and you know live? I, I, family I, I, okay, that that's, that's a personal thing for me. I like orangutans, but I, li I, I like people more. So if, if I had to make a choice between people and orangutans, if I had to, I would choose people over orangutans. But that's just a personal thing yes, for me. Yes, but you don't have to make that choice. That's but you just point. said I have to make choices. You don't... But yes, but you don't have to make that choice. You just don't bloody deforest the, for the, 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 the forest. It's not going to kill those people who don't chop down the but trees. Can I, let, can I ask a question about that to get more information from you? Because there's something which is not clear to me. Okay. Right. Have we slowed down the deforestation of the rainforests? I don't and know. I don't, I don't mean like I don't, say I don't have that information. I don't know. Okay, because but that, but that information I think is really important, right? Because if the process of deforestation has sped up, that would be a worrying signal, right? Mm -hmm. But if the process of deforestation has slowed down, mm -hmm. that would be uh, that would be a positive signal. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think I that information would be useful to have. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you know, gathering data is part of the process. Gathering data is is helpful to uh to making decisions because if deforestation has sped up, that would be that 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 would that would be cause for debate and discussion. Um but if deforestation has slowed down, there would be uh you know an argument for the fact that if we can say reduce it by one percent each year for the next fifty years, that would be uh, that would be a sustainable target within that period of time. Mm -hmm. So that that's how I would look at that that issue, realizing that sustainability in essence changes as you know nothing lasts forever, right? So you, you've got to reorientate, refocus, reorganize, recalibrate. Okay, tropical forest loss slowed in 2017 to the second worst total ever. 
So it looks like we went from the worst worst total ever to the second worst total ever in 2017. Yeah, that, that's that that sounds good and bad at the same time. <laughs> okay, I mean that, that 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 sounds like it's going in the right direction, but it's still not good enough. I mean that that's what it that says that despite like. efforts to reduce tropical deforestation, tree cover loss has nearly doubled over the past 15 years. In 2017, 39 million acres disappeared. An area close to the size of Washington state. Yeah. And there and oh. there Oh, you want another Paw Patrol? Yeah. Yes, darling. Sure thing. Sure thing, sure thing. Washington State, the I area, mean, think, look, area of the size of Washington State. Yeah, okay, the right? two, two, but that only creates two questions. For just mind. one year. Mm -hmm. The two questions are one, is deforestation the same as tree cover loss? And the second thing is, what happened to the forest? What did it actually do with it? I mean, where did it go? What industries was it was it, was it, was it used for? What did Was there any... Uh, attempt to 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 reforest to to replant what happened to that area i mean i i i would just be about gathering more data about it i mean obviously the trend the trend in the past was negative is it still negative now what direction is it going in would it be useful to slow in down tropical regions around Probably. the world tree cover is disappearing uh quickly every minute of every day over the last two years attract the size of 40 football fields, 40 football fields per minute, okay? Yeah, I said in one country, I said in Brazil it would be one football field a minute. That's what I it's said. It's 40 football okay. fields in tr of tropical forests, we're talking about tropical forests, were cut down or burned to increase production of soy, cattle, palm oil and wood products. 40 football fields a minute. Soy... And palm oil. Yes. Yeah, that see, that would suggest that's probably not a good idea. Yes, I mean, those, those Replacing it with animals, it's small scale, is understandable. I mean, look, we, we, we did that here. That's why we've got farms here. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't think we want, you know, those countries to end up like this country. That would, that would bother me. And what I would look at is... That would is bother you. That would bother the whole world. I'm afraid. Well, no, I just I think most people don't care about it. To be That's honest, I'm not talking about psychological bother. Okay? Yeah, I, I just I'm think talking I about physical bother. Yeah, but I just think most people don't care, and by the time they do care, it's too late for them to care. So um. it's already too late if you're cutting down 40 football fields a minute. Well, that's my question is, I don't have enough information. It doesn't look good, but I would look for more data about it, right? I mean, if the, if the process is slowing down. Yes. Sure thing, guys. What's up, Will? Um, in about in about uh, three two minutes. minutes. Two <laughs> two minutes. Well, three minutes because I need to cook it first. Cook it. Cook it. Ah! Will's, Will's not happy with three minutes. Look, uh. it's so cute. What's that? It's a cute lizard. What's it? Will, Will, Will. Hey, Will. Well, did you put it on for them? Or did you just wander away? Okay. Um, it's a cute lizard. It's disappeared. It's a cute lizard. That's great. Did you want to watch Paw Patrol? Yes, I 
Could you go and watch it then, please? Thank you very much. Don't worry about the unicorn bracelet later. Yeah, I can. I've lost it. You've lost. You've lost it. I've lost a cute lizard. How can you lose a lizard on your phone? It's just gone. How big is that lizard? I don't know. Does it eat people? It's in my phone, so it probably. Doesn't. It's in your phone. Yeah. <laughs> it must be small if it can. Oh my god! Is that real? Phone. How does it get out of there? I don't know. Welcome to the Carbonaro effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something that he would do, isn't it? It a is. A lizard in the phone. Well, he took it. He took. He put. He turned a paper goldfish into a real goldfish. Yeah. Ooh, everything is everything is falling off my bedside table. It was the the neurolinguistics thing was funny when he when he changed his outfit, but he told the people, "You won't notice the change straight oh, away." Oh yeah, did you did you did you? Did you yes, get I picked up on that. You won't notice that change straight away, and people didn't oh, notice. He also, he also did it with uh, the in the. Um, Apart from that one guy in the, in the who pissed himself he was doing it with the people in the gym. Yeah. What? With uh, the. Were you talking about in the gym? Yes. Okay. He changed into that ridiculous yeah, yeah, tank yeah, top yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing the neurolinguistics there, and um, he also did it with the the girl with the ball. Yeah. She he did it with her. He touched her as well. Yeah. So he he was using the that. But how did he do it with that ball though? Did he like hold it or what did he do? How did he do it? How did he get the ball stuck to her? He must have had. I'm. I'm just Maybe the ball was sticky or something. Wild guess, right? Mm. Wild guess that he was using a leg or an arm to keep it in position. Mm -hmm. And so he must have had something which looked like it was not. Yeah, well, he was behind her. He was behind her, so you she couldn't really see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you could, only, you could only see yeah. the, the outsides of, of his body. The, the yeah. weird thing is that she believed that she was doing that herself with her own muscles. That was really moving funny. Moving the yeah. ball around, if you haven't seen the Carbonaro effect. You know, I was looking for their four series, four mm -hmm. series, I don't know the plural. Um, I think the plural of series is series, um, anyway. There are four series of it, and mm -hmm. only the, the, you can only get the first one online. How did he get the? How did he do the car thing? How did he make the bloody car disappear and then drive it back in? When the guy was sitting there. Yeah, he must have just drived it out of there, like through the back or something. But the car was in the car was in the top of the garage thing, and the guy was sitting right in front of it. The garage must have had like a <laughs> removable wall at the back I or have. something. Oh wow! They'd had like. Did like lift it up like the back part, like it was a removable wall. Yes, but the guy would hear the car driving. They would have to like pull the car out or something, so he can't uh, hear the often, engine. You very often are unaware of that which is unexpected. No, I don't know. That was freaky. But your attention <laughs> is focused. Like on, your, your attention is focused on other things. So, so you don't. The guy was so freaked out. Oh, see. I felt so sorry for him. He was like, on? oh my god, I'm in trouble. I'm in such a huge trouble. <laughs> and when he dro and when he drove back in the car, <laughs> you can just see him just going, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> well, the, the, the balls, balls that only have a specific number of bounces in them, and people actually believe that. That was funny as well. Yeah, some of those things you can imagine how he does it, you know, that he can produce something or out of his sleep. Or, or the or animals were living in balloons and that people could take them home if they wanted. Do you know, well, there's one thing that I don't get. There's one thing I don't get, that those people don't find it disturbing. What, that they get tricked? No. I find it, I find it disturbing. That woman didn't find it disturbing at all that there should be an animal living in a balloon for two weeks. I would freaking punch him in the face. If if I was if I was uh, 
if I, well, I I'm not re- going to say that stupid enough because I I believe that you can get fooled by things that you will never believe later on that you actually got fooled by them, right? So I don't think those people are stupid. I just think that they got they got tricked, right? Caught caught unawares or whatever. So if you believe right if you let yourself be tricked into believing that actually there was a little animal living in a balloon for 2 weeks you should be outraged by the amount of cruelty right <laughs> of having a small animal living in a freaking balloon because that's a horrible thing right oh well, it, it, <laughs> like people believed that you could automatically send stuff instantaneously to other places like physical stuff right i mean that was kind of freaky it's just the thing with the animals like oh you can you can create a frog out of this matter and then you can you can like dehydrate the frog or whatever and create the matter back out out of the frog right well it was when there was the egg box and they opened up the egg box and the little little chicky bird was in it and the woman was like oh that's so cute can i take it home yeah (laughs) what what are you not worried that there was a live animal in the in, in the box of eggs? I yeah, but that that woman was actually like the most had like the most human reaction to these animal tricks that I've seen because everybody's like, oh, oh, that's all right, you know. Everybody's like, oh, there's a live animal, you know, stuffed in a little box or dehydrated or whatever, and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. I mean, she was the only person who who was interested in, you know, oh, what are you gonna do with it, you know, if I give it to you. She was like, "What are you gonna do with it? Oh, can I? Can I keep? Can I take it home?" You know, it was a human reaction that you would expect of somebody, not just going, "Oh, hey, that's cool that you've got a bird living in a balloon for two weeks." It does. I mean, look. What's my what's my bottom line? It's a mistake to think that people are thinking. Right, it really is a mistake to think that people are thinking, and so. No, look, I think it would be very arrogant from me to say that. Oh, this couldn't happen to me, or whatever, you know. Oh, these people must be stupid if they believe these things, because you haven't been in that situation. You haven't had somebody neurolistically trying to, neurolinguistically trying to play tricks on you like that. So. So you don't know. Um. You're gonna assume. Yeah, yeah, but the, the the great argument about that is that you you don't know that you don't know, because you, you yeah you don't you, know. you don't know if it's happened, right? Maybe you have been bamboozled before. Oh, I, I'm sure that it's happened to all of us at some point in time. Cause you, cause okay, you I have to finish because I need to go make those pancakes. Oh, you're making pancakes? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm making keto pancakes. And um, how do you make keto pancakes? Do you make them the same way as you make normal pancakes? Obviously not, because... Obviously uh, not, because then they wouldn't be called keto. Yes. No, you make them low-carb. You make them without wheat flour. You put in coconut flour, lots of eggs, some cream cheese. Um, I don't have any psyllium husks. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you know, what kind of tusks? What the hell is a psyllium husk? I have no it's idea. What um, is. It's like, do you know the uh, the plantain plant? <laughs> 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 you fucking what now? 
There's a plant called plantain, and there's a certain type of that family of plants uh, that <laughs> when flowers, the flowers create these husks that okay. you then can uh, gather or whatever, <laughs> pick, <laughs> collect, and uh, you use them in cooking. And right. what they do is they absorb the water. First of all, they uh, they they provide fiber. Okay. Because they're almost pure fiber. And also they are water absorbent. They absorb mm -hmm. water and they thicken stuff. So it's like a healthy uh, thickener fiber provider type thing that you use in baking, in uh, keto baking, because it has zero carbs and lots of fiber and you can thicken things with it instead of wheat flour hmm. good to know yeah good to know so yes um i might i might find them in holland in mr holland and mr barrett so you're all the way to holland yeah it's a long way to go i have to wear a barrett while doing it as well a what a barrett ah ziberi mm. yeah Mon Dieu. Uh, C'est très formidable. Uh -huh. Avez-vous le berry? Yeah, so I might find it there. Le berry, uh -huh. la berry. And uh, I'm not going to invest in these things just yet, though. I'm going to build no, it you up. You, you don't need a berry. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so for I'm sure, sure. going to go and do that. Bought a lot of cream cheese yesterday, so. Just sounds weird. <laughs> anyway, I did. I want to do the low carb as well. Do it. But also, I want to have them tested for the for what I told you that I want to have them tested for. Yes. Uh, the gluten allergy. So yeah. um, I'm not going to remove gluten from his diet completely because then I couldn't have him tested. Because mm -hmm. he could come up with a false negative. Uh, I think there might be somebody in the bathroom now. I know, that's what I'm waiting. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Are Finished. Are we done? Are we done? Finished. You have not done. convinced me at all. Uh, well, my aim was not to convince you. <laughs> I mean, you have not convinced me at all. I still I still find these cer certain things uh, as clear as they and absolutely non-negotiable. Yes. I like to understand consequences. Yes, sure. I'm sure it does have certain negative consequences, but I believe that leaving the situation the way it is would have much, 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 much larger negative consequences. I've I've just seen things that I thought were good turn bad, and things that I thought were bad turn good. So, you know, I'd I'd like to yeah. Removing twenty football fields a minute cannot possibly turn good if continues that way. But let me add something to that. If 45 football pitches were removed five years ago, and it's only 40 football pitches this year, then the trend would actually be positive. It's still not fast enough. It's just not fast enough for you. It's still not. Even, even if it was one football pitch a minute, it's still a freaking lot. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, of but course. it might be sustainable in some, you know, in some. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't think it is actually. But I mean, but those statistics are. I mean, if you look at how many people are made 
homeless every year in a country somewhere. I mean, those statistics are frightening as well. So, I mean, it, 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 there's lots of frightening numbers. Yes, I know, but you have to start with something, yeah. right? I mean, well, the best thing would Doctors be... Doctors kill 220,000 people a year. Look, in how, how, you know how you talked about focus, that you have to focus on the things with larger impacts than the things with lower impacts. Well, you can whoa, do... Whoa, 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 whoa. Both are important. I didn't yes. say you have to focus on one above the other. Well... Both are important. Okay, sorry if I misrepresented you. What I, what I wanted to say is... You can set would up. You would you like to have one more, Jazz? Okay, one more. But this is the last one, okay? Because then you have to go and have breakfast. You can set up mm -hmm. a scheme. People like to. Morning. People like to call things schemes here in this country. You can set up a scheme that will. Will has given us an egg timer. Good. That's exactly two minutes. Is it? <laughs> that's a two-minute egg timer. How do you know that? Because it's for brushing did teeth. You, did you count the grains? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a timer for brushing teeth. He called that from the dentist Seriously? yesterday. Seriously? Uh -huh. An egg timer for brushing teeth? Yeah, it's exactly two minutes. I'm using it to time the call so I can have my breakfast. Okay. That's cool. So um, you could set up a scheme that will focus on the most important like bits at the same time. And that will make sure that you make progress in all of these areas environmentally. You, know, you can set up a scheme that's going to have like, okay, we have a stop deforestation section, we have a, a stop plastic pollution section, we have a, I don't know, a whatever else, stop toxic waste section, <laughs> we have a stop nuclear testing section, and you can focus on all the areas at the same time and improve them one step at a time, because you could you could set people, you know, different people to do different things. Yes. So, there you No, go. I, I get that. My argument is that uh, fishing is not not unsustainable. That's my argument. There we go. Fishing is... There was a double negative. Yes. There was a triple negative. Well, I, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a complex argument. You probably just said fishing is unsustainable. You said fishing is not not unsustainable, which means fishing is unsustainable. Oh, I put triple in, didn't I? Yes. Fishing is not not unsustainable. Wait. But yes, because the two not oh cancel yeah. each other out. So yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, it was. That was really stupid. <laughs> so it should be fishing is not... Unsustainable. Fishing is not unsustainable. I that don't that think so either. That, that, that's, that, that's it. See, I screwed mm. that one up, didn't I? So Fishing is not unsustainable. Human greed is... Unsustainable? Uh -huh. uh, not everybody's. Well. You can class everybody together. Okay, bye. Done. 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 Why are you playing with your legs? What's Ah, women and their legs. <gasps> and I've got a look. Where does this came from? Oh no! Look, the sand's still going through. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to come over and flip it for three minutes because when it reaches just one half up, one half down, that's going to be one minute. Yeah, but how do you get three minutes out of that? No, you only get two minutes if you stop it in the middle. But that isn't the three minute time.
That's a three-minute timer. Okay, it's a two-minute timer, right? It's an egg timer. It's a two-minute timer, right? When it gets halfway through, how much time is at the bottom? One minute. Ah, good. And how much time is at the top? One minute. One minute. Well, bottom is how much time has passed. Yeah, but if you turn it around the other way... Same. <laughs> yeah, but how do you get three minutes out of a two-minute egg timer? Yeah. Flip it over. Yeah. Wait for it to go down halfway, and yeah. it's gone more than halfway down. <laughs> okay, I. I it's gone more than three minutes. You win. The sun is shining. That's that's all we need. <laughs>